A poem is a small machine made of words. William Carlos Williams. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks, exploring the poetry scene of Central Canada and beyond with Amanda Earl and A.M. Kozak. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks. This is episode 29 and I'm Amanda Earl. A.M. Kozak isn't with us today. In this episode, we're trying out a new feature, a variation on our interviews. I thought it would be fun to meet up with a poet, go to a few places that might interest them. Maybe they have some hobbies or or preoccupations that uh, we might find interesting to talk about. Our first guest for this uh, variation on the, on the Small Machine Talks, maybe we'll call it the Small Machine Walks, is Jennifer Lovegrove. Jennifer is the author of the Giller Prize long-listed novel, Watch How We Walk, as well as, well, now three poetry collections, I Should Never Have Fired the Sentinel, The Dagger Between Her Teeth, and Beautiful Children with Pet Foxes, which came out in 2017 with Book Thug. In 2010, Lovegrove was nominated for the K.M. Hunter Artist Award for Literature, and in 2015, her poetry was shortlisted for the Lit Pop Awards. Her writing has appeared in numerous publications across North America. She divides her time between downtown Toronto and rural Ontario. In uh, the, this interview, Jennifer and I began at the Art House Cafe, where we talked about her book and also the reading that she did the night before on February 27th at the Tree Reading Series. We enjoyed our lattes and our various drinks and the atmosphere of the wonderful Art House Cafe. And then we moved on to Darling Vintage on Somerset West, across the street basically from the Art House Cafe, where we talked to Jamie, the owner of Darling Vintage, who told us a little bit about um, some of the, the, the silly questions she gets asked, such as, is this a store? And that's a fun part of the interview. We talk a lot about um, the clothes in the store, which is audio, so you can't uh, you can't see what we're looking at, but perhaps it will tempt you to go into the store. Uh, we also encounter along the route in the stores various um, animals in ceramic or other forms that all appear in beautiful children with pet foxes. So we start at Darling Vintage, and then we go to another store called Bellwethers, which is um, in Center Town, and it's a, a vintage store that opened about a year ago. It's on Florence. And we actually, while we were there, we ran into the poet and burlesque artist Kimberly Dawkins. So we spent a few minutes talking to her. We, we talk about various things related to the clothes, and we also uh, talk a little bit more about Jennifer's work and about uh, some of her experiences. We have finally we end up in ragtime, but at that point the uh, microphone is off, so we just have a, a few minutes in ragtime, which is a, a bit more of a jumbled store with clothing uh, that's basically on top of you. So we didn't use the we didn't record at that point, and then uh, I, Jennifer went off to have a nice evening out with a friend, and I went home and. Uh, that's the interview. I hope you enjoy it, and uh, thanks for listening. Hello there. I'm Amanda Earle, and I'm, I'm here in the Art House Cafe with Jennifer Lovegrove, who has been uh, visiting 
from Toronto. Uh, she gave a reading at Tree. Well, it's last night for us, but uh, it'll be another time for you listeners at home. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little tired, but enjoying this fabulous Americano here in the Art House Cafe. Yeah, Art House Cafe. It's become one of my favorite uh, places to uh, to go. It's it's quite nice. We're sitting in the park where there's a little pop, like a little shop, and I can see a, a Cantheus, an issue of Cantheus on the on the wall, and a bunch of clothes and different things. So it looks like a really fun place. We we're gonna we we think we might. We'll see what happens with the weather. Take a little walk around town and maybe stop into a couple of vintage shops, and we'll talk talk to you all again when we're there. For now, we're gonna sit and sip our coffees, and I'm gonna maybe ask Jennifer some questions, and we'll see how it goes. So um, the, last night the reading a tree was quite fun. You uh, you did. I guess there were about twelve poems that you read from, and I was keeping track. It was exactly twelve. Yeah. Twelve poems, and I was wondering what your process was for uh, deciding on which poems oh, okay. to include because I, th I found it to be very balanced there were some poems that were shorter some longer some had more emotional intensity some had some humor so I thought it was a really good mix oh, good. of work yeah. thank you yeah those are exactly the things that I was considering when I, I put it together and you know we all have sort of our favorites and greatest hits that we Rockstar yeah poems. that we read <laughs> regularly um, but this was a longer a longer time slot than I think I'm used to 15 to 20 minutes yeah. so I was like oh okay so I really spent some time thinking about that pacing because yeah some of them are really emotionally intense not just for the audience but even for, for me you, to read yeah. and so I had to kind of consider that and yeah I don't like reading the longer ones back to back so there was that factor and so what I sort of did was I had one category that was sort of the more emotionally loaded, family-related, mental illness, trauma-related poems that are a little more challenging. So I kind of clustered those together in a sort of chronological way so that it sort of had a narrative to it and then bookended that section with like three less heavy ones like the dream sequence poems which I I was surprised no one laughed because I thought they're like I usually get laughs with those because they're they're kind of weird and entertaining it was a bit so of a quiet the audience was, was a little quiet yeah last night, very attentive though because yeah, it was so we well lit that I could see and I was like okay <laughs> yeah. I'm not I haven't lost them they're definitely paying attention but but I didn't get the chuckles with those but I did put those at kind of the beginning and the end to temper the the more intense stuff so yeah you're right I really tried to work on that rhythm and impact yeah. for the, as like with the 12 poems being kind of a whole so I'm glad to hear it was it worked. Yeah, no, it was great, and, and I should mention too. I mean, I'm 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 in the bio. I mentioned it, but um, uh, the book is beautiful. Children with pet foxes that came out with Book Thug. Was it last year or the year before? Yeah, about a year ago. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. 2017. To okay, yeah. So 2017 seems like a long time ago already, but that's great. And the other thing I was going to say too is I read a, an interview of yours, an open book, where you talked about um, the fact that you you were talking giving tips for people, and you you suggested preparation is a good idea. So I like that. I was pleased with that because I believe that too. So you may be talking about the piece that was about uh, tips for giving reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I feel like is the most, and I just sort of wrote that very off the cuff, yeah. very tongue-in-cheek. You didn't prepare for that. Yeah, I was just kind of having fun with it. And the irony was I feel like that is the most popular talked about thing I've yeah. ever written. I got so many messages from people about it and people were like, can I post this on my That's reading good. series website? It was a surprise to me, but I stand by it. Like, yeah. absolutely. 
Absolutely. There's yeah. certain yep. things that I just that drive me crazy. Like me too. people getting up there on stage, flipping through their books, being like, oh, what should I read? I know. I find it disrespectful. Me too. Some people, like the one thing some people say, and I sort of see that, is they believe that um, um, they want to see what the vibe of the audience is to us. And I sort of get that, but I'm not going to yeah. be able to cater to some specific vibe well, that I can I've, somehow sense. Like, yeah, magically. Like, I've heard that. I've heard that explanation too, yeah. and I feel like why I don't I don't really get it. It's like yeah. no, your job is to create the vibe yeah. up there, not yeah. to respond to a vibe. You know, you're creating an experience like and an Can atmosphere. I <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't. I mean, if it works for other people, great. But it's yeah. not. It's not it's not my approach. Yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're, we're on the same side here. Anyone in, in, the, in the listening audience, if you'd like to, you know, well, I'll, when I post this all on Twitter, you can you can send us your own points on this issue. It seems to be a burning issue. So Argue amongst yourselves. Feel I'll free. stay out of it. <laughs> Just come along. We can do that. And so, yeah, and, the, and one of the things I, I found in the book is that there's a lot of really great um, references to ghosts and uh, to other, like, uh, a lot of my favorite poems are the ones with ghosts, especially... Uh, I love um, I love uh, about the the dinner table poem, and which was like the ele- second last poem that you read last night. It's one of my favorites. I have I have an O marked every time I have an otherworldly. Okay. Because the book deals quite a bit with uh, with trauma. I was wondering if if you if you um, um, found there was any connect like you found for instance maybe the speaker of the poem. There's a sensitivity to to um, something else like maybe another world or a ghost and the dead and things like that when when they've gone through some kind of a trauma or whether some kind of sensitivity that you've ever noticed in maybe your own work or in even others work or whatever I think that's a really great interpretation of it and it's not something I was at all conscious of when I was writing it and after I finished it and in the editing I could definitely see that recurring kind of motif with the ghosts and sort of moving between worlds, but I didn't, it didn't, I didn't think of it that way, I didn't think of it as sort of a result of that, but I really like that theory and I think, I think there's definitely something to it and it happens very subconsciously, but I think, I think you're onto something. (laughs) It would be kind of cool to do a kind of a reading of people's work, especially those people who've written about any kind of a trauma or a health crisis and see if there's a connection mm-hmm. for them between I know I'm, I myself have that connection in my writing mm-hmm. I had a I was in the hospital in 2009 and I was um, in ICU and I was having a lot of wackadoo with delusions high wow. on, on whatever drug paranoid and they gave me and I had ICU psychosis with a fever oh, and wow. everything else but uh, one of the things that one of the my ghosts that came to me was uh, I was um, at in the delusion I was um, in the basement of, in my hospital gown in a hospital bed and it was dark and the basement was covered with cobwebs and uh, there were a set of stairs wow. and there was a gauze curtain between me and the stairs and then I heard a heavy tread of a foot coming down the stairs and then a hand reached out and I wasn't sure whether I was supposed to I saw this looming shape and I wasn't sure whether I was supposed to um, take the hand or not and I didn't take the hand that was my next question <laughs> and then a voice said silence and I still get shivers when like I said the word it. silence, silence. Wow. a man's voice a low voice 
I don't know what the connection was. That's so intense. Yeah, and so, since then, that's been one of my ghosts. That ghost mm. has been with me, and whether it was the angel of death or what, you know, if there is something like that, or my own, my own imagination's interpretation of that, because it could also be that our even our our senses become more acute after a tragic or a traumatic. Mm -hmm. That we we th we've thought about these things maybe in some of these traumatic moments too. Yeah, I think that's absolutely yeah. true. So, absolutely. Um, Although, having said all that, I think that that stuff has always been a preoccupation of mine since yeah. I was a little kid, too. I was, you know, always reading the forbidden occult books. Did and you? Oh. And all the, well, and I also grew up in, like, a pretty intense right. religious cult. So. Right. That's right. Uh, um, so that stuff was very forbidden. That's right. You have a novel that, that uh, I can't remember the name. Is it? Watch How We Walk. Yeah, yeah I knew about, the word walking. <laughs> right. It's about Jehovah's Witnesses and that is how I grew up. Oh, and okay. so for sure anything ghost or paranormal or occult related was super oh, forbidden. So oh, I would... That would be interesting. Yeah, I would, I would yeah, really gravitate toward that stuff. And also, like, I've had enough experiences like I'm sure obviously you're similar just a certain porous kind of sensitive nature and you're way more susceptible to having those kinds of experiences in your life and my partner is the same way and so it's not always a welcome quality to have no to, I, I certainly you know, my imagination means that um, I'm capable of some pretty scary thoughts yeah, exactly. when I'm not in a hospital bed so yeah, yeah although nothing like that has happened to me recently yeah. mostly more when I was a kid or a younger person right. so but uh, yeah I think that stuff's always been something that's unconsciously a concern of mine that I'm interested in but definitely I think when you've experienced some heightened states like trauma or just heightened intensities or like your near-death yeah. experience then yeah I think you are just more aware of that stuff and it factors into your consciousness more I find sure. there's a kind of a doubling in the book with with the speaker of the poem and the, the ghost or even with um, um, for instance the way that the speaker describes um, um, themselves in terms of animals like their ho ho hooves and um, mm. what else I'm, try I'm trying to remember a few other but there are a few other things that are you know something uh, said by the speaker to, to that sound very animalistic but they're about about them so yeah. that's pretty cool well I kind of found shape-shifting feel yeah well yeah. I found that with some some of the experiences that I was dealing with at the time of writing it and talking about in the poems like I couldn't really approach them in any sort of normal human way and sort of looking through it with this these metaphors of foxes and the myriad other animals that factor into the book was the only way I could start to approach what I wanted to think about and talk about and once I figured that out then it just and it just came uh, particularly with the long poem once I got that metaphor or that kind of motif, then it just all poured out more easily than I'm used to in writing. That's great. Well, that's always good when that sort of thing can happen as well. Yeah, one of the poems that, I, like, I, um, you have a few self-portraits in here, which are fun, but there's one, uh, I think it's self-portrait on a Tuesday, and that, like, is sort of like a doubling between the, the you know, this tension between you're not me, am I you, like, that sort of, and I found that in several of the poems. Oh, that's there's interesting. Another, a doubling of, okay. 
so that fascinated me. That's interesting because yeah. that particular poem was a very late edition. Like mm. I wrote that one while we were editing, so I mean it it, it got snuck in right at the end, <laughs> and it's. Uh, very influenced by the South Korean poet Kim Hsoon. I don't know if you know her work, I do. but it's so interesting. She's a feminist poet from Seoul, and her writings just it's really very feminist, very surreal, very of the body, like wow, a lot of great. bodily functions and bodily fluids, and it's just really intense. My she, kind of poet. I think you'd really like her. I've been raving about her to anyone who'll listen, and so it was that particular poem. I'll have to make was, sure I know how to spell it and then I will, yeah. I will or you can send me a link I or will. something because yeah. I really like to find, for myself I like to find out more and I think other people would enjoy mm -hmm. it too. Yeah, I the, try to post the links as well if I remember. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely do that. About the, yeah, just the sort of younger you, the present you, and the, all right. the bodily sort of stuff in that poem. It's like definitely written after reading one of her. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, that, that's right up my street. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so the book, uh, this is a wonderful book, and uh, I'm really glad. I like the cover, too. I yeah. The cover is very cool. I'm really happy with how the cover turned out. The artwork, it's a part of a painting. It's an image from a painting by uh, Richard Honor. Great. Whose work I just stumbled upon at like a art fair and uh, got Perfect. eventually got a little painting of his when I was just working on the long poem in the yeah. book and I was with uh, my friend writer Kate Sutherland and we saw the fox it was it's it's a small painting dark green background with a little fox and he's standing under an old school kind of bell payphone on a wall and the fox is just kind of looking at this phone and it's it's hmm. kind of sparse but it's a it's a great piece so wow. i fell in love with that and kate knew the long poem that i was working on and she was like oh my god that's your poem so so i was able to buy the painting which was wow, yeah great. it wasn't wasn't that expensive so i was like okay i'm gonna do it and so then i just sort of followed his work and then when the book became a book i was scouring his the, he works with a lot of animals and often in like kind of quirky anthropomorphic contexts and stuff so it's really Sounds so he has perfect. a lot of foxes and then i found that one and i was like oh that's perfect with like the sheep in the bloody dress and so uh, anyway we're really lucky that he was into uh, licensing it for the covers so yeah I'm always awesome. interested in that like how people get covers for their books. yeah that was new to me because I'd done kind of my own previously like um, yeah. or or it was totally out of my hands one extreme or the other yeah. and uh, this time yeah I was just like I don't know how this works but you know if you're amenable to that here's the publisher put you guys together you guys sort out the details and perfect and it worked out, so I don't know exactly what the process was. But I was like, that's not my job. Some kind of magic to happen. But yeah, so yeah, and it was cool for him because I don't think he'd had any of his work on a cover on a book cover before. So yeah, it was cool. So I'm very happy with the design. It looks great. Good. Well, I, I, I I'm looking forward to. I, I now I've heard you read from it three times. Oh yeah. Because, um, I know I was thinking that last night. I'm like, oh, she's heard me read these but it all before. It's not, that I, it's not that I can, I, like, pe people are always worried about, I, I know I, I myself am very, I don't like to repeat my work, but then when you read, especially if you're reading to an audience that's not in your town and people have, anyway, I don't have it memorized and I, I was glad to hear. And uh, do you ever read the long poem? The title poem? 
I have. How long does it take you when you... 13 and a half minutes. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, that's a reasonable... It's a good length. Yeah. And I think it's a good... But then you don't have time to do really much else, right? Yeah. In theory, I like... I would like that. I did it for my launch. And... I, I, it worked out, I think, right. but it was so hard for me because it's such an intense and personal yeah. piece yeah. that it was. I almost started like hyperventilating, and uh, not I something had, you want to do regularly. And I had really? family in the audience too, and I was just like halfway through. I'm like, what am I doing? And so I was. I think if it were, you know, from an objective standpoint as a poem to read for an audience, I think it does work really well. Yeah, it does. But it's, it's too hard for me. I did it one other time and, and it was a, like, that was okay because it was like on a stage, it was a larger space, there was lighting. Yeah, there was a bit of like distance and you could feel sort of objective and I think that's why it came across okay. But then I tried it again a month later with a very small, and it was at Knife Fork book in the old location, yeah, yeah, okay. so tiny, have to your location. Yeah. and it was like raining really, really heavily, and no one came out, and so it was only like five people or something, it was very small, and I was just like, I don't care, I'm going to do it, and it was just about, like, that was the time I just about, like, couldn't breathe, and I was like, what am I doing? There was no distraction, all eyes were on you and listening to, it has a kind of incantatory, because of the repetition, mm. it has a bit of an incantatory mm -hmm. uh, feel to it, it's, it's, it's good to, um, to listen to, and I think when you came up with that whole I apprentice myself that was like such a great like that's a great way of bringing people into like, I, I thought it was yeah. cool. really well I like all anyway, I've, I've enjoyed them I've now read it the book twice once more thoroughly than the first time so I've got my little dog ears and post-its as well before we um, do you want to say anything else about the book before I, I move to another subject is there anything else not really I didn't really think too much in advance of what I wanted to talk about but uh, I, I will say that writing the dream poem yeah. was so much fun and I usually say that about writing because writing's hard yeah. um, but after all of the more like complex intense stuff it was sort of I, I joked that it was like my recess was when I would work on the dream poems because they were just sort of more playful and I did a lot of like writing exercises with them and sort of running them through random word generator oh, fun, things fun, and did all yeah. that stuff and then played with them and it was, I love that yeah I'm a big fan I hadn't of that. done a lot of that previously but I really got hooked on it and I feel like I could just write those three-part dream poems for like the rest of my life <laughs> there's a great um, online there's a great source I use for remixes called okay. it's called the Lazarus Corporation I'll, I'll put a link I, I, I it's like cut up desk, I guess, and oh, okay. it's a lot of fun. One. Yeah, that sounds cool. I, I use that one, and then I use my own methods for remixing too. But uh, but yeah, I, I love to make. I, it just keep, it keeps me because I have a real bad habit of being cliche, and I just I can't stop stop phrases and imagery. I just I find I can't shake it. I'm so Sometimes it sneaks in. Yeah. So I try. I find if I can do something like that, then it helps me, and I can guide them. Like I don't have to keep the boring stuff or the stuff that's so weird that it just it doesn't doesn't even jibe. For, it doesn't say anything even for me. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah. But it also all, often can trigger stuff that you <laughs> yeah. don't expect at all, and exactly. then you kind of go off on 
working on your yeah. Own. yeah. There's no rules about oh I have to stick to this or whatever. Like yeah. you can do what you want. I like to quote him. Um, I read it in I think a, a book of Jack Spicer's or maybe his essay book where uh, the poet Rene Char has something on his desk that said cheat at this game and I really like that. I have that on my, at my desk. <laughs> Poetry to me is about trying to get away with things in some ways. You know some part of it. The fun part for me is getting away with it. You know like you know you're supposed to write this way but you're not gonna you know. That's how I felt with the dream poems. I was like oh I don't usually do this. Yeah, really? yeah. It feels there's something you know, very decadent about being able to get away with it. Yeah. Actually, there's one, the other thing here which I really like too, there's a lot of feisty defiance in this book as well. Because it balanced with sort of the vulnerability is the sort of, I will, you know, what's the, oh, I love that one. You mentioned it was your favorite last night, actually, and I can't remember the title of it now, but um, I think you mentioned it was your favorite. Uh, of course, I won't be able to find it, but it has a real feisty. Oh, I think I was talking about the dinner table one with the grouse. That was, yeah. I think it was another one, but of course, can I find it? was one of the ones with the longer titles, I think, but uh, I'm flipping through and of course I can't. No, it's not that one. <laughs> I like that one too. Oh well, I will. I will remember. Was it the mortgage broker one with all the numbers? No, I can't remember the title of it now. Everything's gone from my head. Well, <laughs> one car caramel latte, and I, I'm lost. Oh, that sounds good too. It was good actually. Very heavy on the on the caramel. No, that's not. Oh well. I think that. Oh no, I know my own limits, and they are rigid. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a really. Mm -hmm. That was, I think, the first one I wrote for the like. That's an old one. Yeah. yeah. I think that it just that vulnerability and defiance kind of mm -hmm. dichotomy. I think that's just my personality. Yeah. That's just well, it helps can't, they go hand can't help that. <laughs> if you're too much of too vulnerable, then you, you it's hard to write in ways because then everything's coming out already. So if you have that kind of fuck you response, and it helps. I think it helps yeah. you stay yeah. vulnerable too. That's it. Well, maybe shall we stop there for now and uh, continue on after we leave the art house cafe? Sure. It just, I, that did remind me of one thing, though, because you had mentioned about um, earlier Dig, the zine that I used to do, yeah. which was published by my small press, which was Wayward Armadillo Press. Yes, I remember. And I have been obsessed with armadillos for like and 20 saw, years, and I in Costa Rica, saw one in Costa Rica yeah. recently and freaked out. And so I've been thinking and oh. researching a lot more about armadillos, and I think yeah. it's going to factor into my first tattoo. Um, wow. But part of it part of what I was researching about armadillo lore and symbolism and stuff was exactly that about vulnerability mm -hmm. and, and, shell. and the shell and defiance and resourcefulness and curiosity and I'm like oh yeah that is that is my favorite that is my animal that is great actually yeah we're, we, I, I, I remember it. that's how I first I think that may be how I first um, I didn't discover you, but you know, my, for myself, we crossed paths. Yeah, we yeah. crossed paths for the first time at I think it was the Toronto Small Press Fair more than a decade ago. Probably, of course, yeah. I think you were. It was like the final few issues of Dig, and I was enchanted. Like I remember, I was really excited because I don't think I'd seen at that point. I, I mean, I, I was I had been involved in the literary community uh, since about 2000, well, 2000, but more since about 2003. And we started to go to the Toronto Small Press Fair around 2005 or 2006. And um, at that point, I was still learning about uh, chapbooks and zines, and I didn't know there was such freedom, and yeah. yours especially. So, especially, like, I saw most of the collage ones too. Okay. Those covers that were kind of, were they laminated covers, or they did something yeah. like 
they were just gorgeous. I mean, the whole thing was just gorgeous, and the people. I mean, there's some great poetry in there too, and different writing in there. Oh, I miss it. I loved it. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna dig out my copies to, and bring them today, but of course I I didn't get to it. But, yeah, I would do 200 copies of each issue, and each cover would be a unique collage. That is and then, so yeah, so I made hundreds of collages. And of course, it didn't occur to me to photograph them or anything before we didn't, sending them out. It wasn't as com- I mean, we were starting to get more into sharing things online yeah, by, uh, a decade media. ago, but, but uh, Facebook was just starting. So, so yeah, we, now we now it's like quite normal now for us to share everything. Yeah, it'd be easy to document, but I never, yeah. it never occurred to me. So does that mean people, them. people possess individual collages of yours and so they're like oh well there you go we, we can we can suddenly get rich on ebay with jennifer love grows collages i'm sure some of them i would be like oh i don't even recognize that but yeah i've always had like that kind of like a project like that like yeah. something sort of crafty and hands-on and i don't right now and i'm kind of trying to come up well, with what the next thing is an armadillo related uh, thing maybe i'm just <laughs> obsessing about the tattoo i want to get that's really good did you did you you have you been wanting to have a tattoo for some time or? on and off yeah but it's not something i've thought about much lately um and for some reason i was explaining this the other day i feel like when i travel that brings that idea back and i'm not sure exactly wonder why list but, and yeah wonder list almost of the body in a way <laughs> De- definitely when seeing the the armadillo in in person wow. recently it was just like oh really want to commemorate this somehow and then i was like yeah the first time i ever traveled like by myself when, in my 20s was when i first started thinking that i wanted to get a tattoo but i wanted it with the pusenka ukrainian easter egg okay. imagery um, sort of in honor of my grandmother and uh, so I'd always um, thought that that's what I want to incorporate into a tattoo but I didn't ever really know how <laughs> plus like I don't draw and I have right. crazy sensitive skin so there are all these sort of things that sort of stopped me yeah but now I've been doing a lot more research and I think I think it's, I think it's gonna happen cool. well the, the techniques I think have improved too like there's a lot like of good, a, I know we have a, a number of, of um, places here that are quite good I, mean, I don't have any I have scars instead <laughs> plenty of scars but yeah I, I don't have um I, I have synesthesia and just colors oh, on my wow. body sometimes can be too heavy for me so that would drive me bananas but uh, but I love tattoos I think I really I really enjoy it when yeah, so you'll have to too. if it's in a place you can show you'll have to post it to, I will <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking yeah, that's it. Armadillo incorporating the Ukrainian Easter egg kind of line design mm. somewhere back here. Sounds fun. Yeah. Like the records show we were pointing to the back area. The, the up Left near the shoulder, shoulder blade. Yes, there you go. <laughs> All right. Now I'm committed. All right. Now we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to keep uh, tweeting at Jennifer to make sure she gets it done. <laughs> we'll start a Kickstarter. All right. There, that, that's a good idea, actually. A lot of people do that. All right. Maybe we'll, that. we'll Maybe we'll break for now. And we'll, you'll, you can rejoin us in a little while now that we're almost done our coffees. All right. So we have moved now to uh, to uh, Darling Vintage on Somerset because it's, well, one reason is because it's very close to Art House Cafe, but we're taking a little tour because I gather that uh, vintage stuff is a little bit of your interest, Jennifer. Well, since I joined Instagram, yeah, it's, it's a 
no longer my secret. <laughs> it was a secret. I don't know. I, th- I think, yeah, joining Instagram rekindled my interest in like vintage jewelry and vintage clothing. And now I've been a little bit obsessed. So that's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And yeah, I've, I've actually, if you um, maybe we'll we'll see if we can put up Jennifer's Instagram on uh, as a link because she has some great uh, jewelry that she posts. That's quite neat. And the, what- my, my uh, justification is that since I've committed to trying to only buy used and not new Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just not feed into that whole sweatshop culture and disposable clothing so it justifies my vintage obsession because I'm like hey it's it's not new I like that I'm going to try (laughs) and remember that that's great what's really cool one of the nice things about this store is that everything's sorted by color so there are different racks we're we're in the kind of the purple purple velvety section right now and purple is one of my favorite colors Ah. but I do love that when uh, stores will cluster things by color it's just very visually pleasing I always think I should do this with my own wardrobe but I can't afford anything because I just got back from a trip, so yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking. That's right. But the sign did say that purses were all ten dollars today. So <laughs> we will we will be moving towards the purses. And so, <laughs> all right. What's usually nice for me in, in, to make sure I don't spend too much money in a, in a shop like this is because I, I, they never have my size, so I don't, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but purses, that's another matter. <laughs> I, have, like, I don't have that much opportunity to wear things like this anyway, so it's sort of not that useful to keep <laughs> accumulating your weird, weird fancy vintage dresses if I can't wear them but look look at this color this is amazing it's a it's it's like a blue turquoise yeah it's a blouse and it's a it's beautiful over this polyester sort of thing okay i like the color anyway you can keep the 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 sheer part on top and just uh (laughs) wow they have really great stuff here that's and and the music has got a good vibe too we're happy with it yeah oh this is nice i like that Look at it's got a row, a little row. Look at that. Oh, That's nice. adorable. This <laughs> we were talking about grouses, but yeah. there's like pheasant glasses. Oh yeah. I love those. What are they? They they're they're Canada geese apparently. Oh yeah, that one's. I had to take off my glasses. Oh, that's a grouse. Oh, that's a grouse. We're just talking about oh. grouse. Oh yeah. There is a pheasant, and then there's a. What's that other guy? What's this one say? Something back canvas back oh the old canvas back okay you know how many poems have the canvas back in them it's i'm getting tired of set. they probably wouldn't yeah. let me buy just the just grouse, the grouse. uh <laughs> that's something worth grousing about i know I i'm will. sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm gonna ask though all right ask about the grouse because that's just too coincidental it is like we we're just talking about the grouse in the poem yeah <laughs> They have lots of cowboy boots too. It is cool. And a sign above the uh, overalls that says "Shut up," which I've always associated with those kind of those um, <laughs> overalls and say "Shut up" to me right away. <laughs> Just in case. Oh yeah, look inside the drawer. I opened the drawer. I dared to open the drawer. There are gloves in here and sunglasses. Love and a, something I was thinking a really about. cool hat. I don't know if you saw how full of holes my yeah, I did, your mitts. mittens are. Yeah. I was thinking I really should get this like a nice pair of old. Wow. Holes. Look at those. So I'm going to do right through these. Ooh. Uh, not what about 
Yeah, I, I've learned to open drawers. I used to be too shy, but now I'm pretty smart. Oh, well, there you go. Let's open this one. Well, that one, yeah, has just more of those glasses. Wow, that was fun. <laughs> the cabinet of curiosities. All we're in the green section now. I like a lot of these dresses. I just yeah, I like don't the colors. Look at this. This has fringes on it. That is fancy. Whoa. It's like a what color vintage green? cowboy. Vintage cowboy. There was first the drugstore cowboy and now mm -hmm. there's the vintage cowboy. I love anything with fringes, I have to say. It's also silk with fringes, which it seems it's an interesting contradiction to me. Silk with yeah. fringes. Well, the Oscars are coming up this weekend, so this could be a good dress to wear if you're going to go to a <laughs> viewing party or something. <laughs> this is fun. I've never done this recorded while we're walking through a store. That's fun. Yeah, you're good at describing what we're looking at. Love, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> bright <know>. colors. I'm just <laughs> making things up. I watch Project Runway, I must admit. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I love I that know. show. Not that I know a thing. <laughs> We're pawing through the blue section now. Skipping past the polka dots. <laughs> oh no, there's Another more. Polka dots. It's like fr that. it's framed by polka dots. And flowers. I just always like blue and green combinations. Yeah, that's the earth, right? I don't know why people say it doesn't go together. Like Yeah. So like you're saying that people say that? Yeah. Of course they go together. I don't know. I've heard it in my lifetime, but Really? <laughs> this is like a religious looking top was sort of like it's got like with like a mummy yeah kind of like got an egyptian yeah going on but then it's got this sort of more north american indigenous motif this is like a very confused shirt yeah it's, and then it's these a, sort of judaic candles over here there's a lot of it's like the religion whole universe on this yeah wow this is very confused shirt or or it's just all encompassing somehow <laughs> artemis that's there you go there's a little explanation Okay. <laughs> oh, Artemis is over here too. Yeah. All right. Very fun. Oh, many, many purses. The ten dollar purse. Oh set. yeah. Very nice. Some bags. Larger bags. Through We're pawing through leather Sorry, vegan friends. Oh, there, there, there you go. That would be handy on the train. No one would sit next to you if you... <laughs> I look for things like that to, you know, alienate my oh, fellow travelers. good strategy. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> it doesn't work. Come out of luck. More fringes. More fringes. There you go. More grouse. Grouse no, no, Krausware would be feathers, I think. <laughs> there's a poodle. Yeah, it reminds me of the... Because um, I was in the National Gallery this morning. Yeah. The general idea always had yeah. those poodles, and they had the big flag with the poodle on it uh, <laughs> in the gallery. So that definitely reminds me of that. Right. These Little. things are all great, but I can't take anything on the train. So no. Like, or not much. This is, this is the two... It was like when I was in Toronto, I went to the... Um, um, the the book sale at um, Trinity College, I guess, had a book sale. Oh, look at that cute little black, little black purse. Almost beaded, not beaded, but it's got that aesthetic. Yeah, it's very cute. A little class, a little, a little clutch purse, sort of. 
you know, you're supposed to put your your lipstick and your your cell phone in there. And, and I have I have like the largest cell phone yeah, in the world. Really? It's like the Note Three, it's, and it doesn't fit. It's in all the these ghetto blaster little, of yeah, cell phones. That's what I have, and it doesn't fit Ooh. in all these little vintage purses. <laughs> oh, look at that! That's pretty. Oh. I'm loving this poodle, but I really don't, I don't need a big ceramic poodle. You never I know. Like poodle. I love dogs, but I'm not a poodle fan. But it's you so have neat. a. I think you mentioned a dog in in uh, beautiful children with pet foxes. Probably. I saw one mention of a dog. Yeah, just one. All right. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm trying to remember which one. Yeah. Oh, I think Towards I know which one. Yeah, the one about the roofers. Oh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that was. I think the only actual reference of my dog Edgar <laughs> yeah. and the words were my dog too so mm -hmm. was, what was there <laughs> yeah he has a strange thing where he um especially when he was a puppy was very afraid of anything that fluttered like yes. a flag or a tarp or a plastic bag on a windy day he would freak out <laughs> he didn't like and I just by you know spending so much time together you learn his behavior and stuff and it seemed like anything that would move in an unexpected way would would freak him out so once he saw a tow truck lift a car and he lost his shit in the same way he would at a tarp or a flag so i thought it's not just things that flutter it's things that move in ways that don't make sense to him yeah well that's it. so interesting a poet at heart <laughs> I love these. I love. I love that sequiny. That's good. Yeah, except it's Ooh. itchy. That's the problem with oh, any yeah. sequins. It's oh so yeah. Itchy. Spoken like someone who's experienced <laughs> yep. wearing sequins. Yeah, I'm like, this is a great idea. No, it's not. Oh, this on, this I get has rid come of it. off. Oh, here, let okay. me do it because you have the. I'm one-handed. I think it's earlier. I'm there. there. It is. They have these wooden hangers, which are very nice. I always covet them. <laughs> Ooh. I like texture a lot, so anytime I feel anything that's silk or velvet, mm. I, I'm, I, it just satisfies my uh, my love of. I, I don't have to wear it. Yes, a nice black section we are in here, with even black cowboy boots above. Oh wow, yeah, those are. Nice. And more fringes on the boots. Mm -hmm. Not a velvet fan. I love velvet. I, don't, I have very little. Like, I have a, a, a velvet shirt that's starting to get holes in it that I'm gonna have to put in my pile. Well, that's pretty. Oh, I like that dress has a bit of a cowl and it's like a what is that material like a I don't know a chiffon yeah, kind of maybe. polyester probably yeah, but chiffon like thing very nice it hangs well as they would say on project runway <laughs> probably has watch this probably now. has a nice silhouette <laughs> it's fun it's a very fun it's it's a creative show is it on Netflix uh, I don't know what what it's on it's like on some American network that I won't explain how I watch it okay. <laughs> it involves certain magical processes I'm not familiar with. <laughs> well, look at this interesting... Uh, oh, wow. It's like a bubbly sort of texture. But sort of a little bit stretchy. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> this place is a gold mine. No, and it's, it's got a lot of things. It's a really small, like a small and, and packed full of good things. Oh, look at all the Ooh, bangles. I have the tiniest bird wrists in the Do world. Do you really? So I can't wear adult bracelets that aren't adjustable. So I see things like that. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, look at all these beautiful some little... silver cuffs. But they're too I big. like those Indian colored glass ones they mm. often have. I'm too claustrophobic to wear anything that 
uh, I just get nervous. <laughs> oh, if it's like Julie, yeah. touching you? Kind well, of if thing? it's sort of like something I'm not sure I can get out of, I'll oh. be like nerve-wracked. I'll be scared. I never try and close with a zipper in the back. Oh. They always have to be like pull on. Like we're in the we're in the the dangly earring section, and they're quite pretty. And I have such a strong nickel allergy. That was my other oh, hesitation okay. about a tattoo is just how sensitive my skin is and stuff. So I love it. Oh, look, foxes. Oh, um, wow. You keep seeing things you related see? to your book. It's because you made the list of all the animals. There, there's now a I'm cat. Nope. I don't think I have any cats. Oh, my God. No, there's, I don't see, I don't know cats, yeah, I, are, I recall. Those are great, but <laughs> yeah, my wrists are too small for such fun. <laughs> but yeah, any kind of, those things just make me break out oh some more earrings here too <laughs> well that's why uh brooches are nice eh? yeah exactly you don't, they don't have to have them right on your skin <laughs> that's some... exactly why <laughs> oh, there's a mood ring <laughs> i think or it looks like a mood ring. maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a uh the other thing um I think it's a moonstone moonstone i'm trying to say the word moonstone it's coming out mood it's adjustable i love oh yeah those are nice i have a which is great because, like the wrists, my fingers are also really skinny. <laughs> yeah. While we're here, can I ask a question about the glasses up front? There's the set of four bird glasses. I'm uh, wondering if Canada geese, grouse. Oh yeah, I'm wondering I think if they're twenty five for the set. Oh. Is it possible to buy one of them? No, I didn't yeah, think so. No, <laughs> I no. thought I'd ask. She has a grouse in a book of poetry that she I'm has. Obsessed oh, with cool. good grouse. Yeah, so she's... And I'm taking the train, so I don't want to take. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I Makes thought it was sense. worth the question. Yeah, yeah. you know, no, I never do that. People yeah, all the time, though. Really? Yeah. It's probably I the kind world. of knew the answer. Is that the top it. question you're asked as as a you know uh, a sell, a sailor? No. no. What's the top question you're? you're oh my asked? god! I have a list of stupid <laughs> questions that people <laughs> ask. Do you have know. this in a different size? That was probably a, <laughs> that, probably I do a get that question. one a lot. <laughs> oh, I get. Do you live here? And in the I'm store? Like, what? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, what else? No, I live at the cafe across the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this a store? I get that a lot. <laughs> As opposed to what? I know. My I'm like, no, I just made, yeah, it's my closet. It's my giant public closet. <laughs> um, is wait. your name Darling? <laughs> yeah, I've actually heard that. You really? Oh, yeah. I thought I was being smart. Yeah, yeah, no. My last store was called Aunt Olives, and they're like, hi, Olives. You ran on, I loved Aunt Olives. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, my name's not Olive, but whatever. <laughs> and you're funny. not an aunt. Well, you might be an aunt. Mm -hmm. Oh, some people ask me, is this for sale? Like holding up with a, a garment with, with a price, price tag on it. on it. I'm like, no, no, it's not for sale. <laughs> Wait, I, I love this list. Oh, um, what what is vintage? Right. Or how do you know it's vintage? It tells you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. And a lot of people are like, are these clothes used? Like disgusted? Oh my God. Like, <laughs> It goes know? back to what is vintage, <laughs> and and what's your name by the way? I'm Jamie. Jamie. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I mention I'll sh I'll mention the podcast and I'll awesome. um, I'll, I'll <laughs> link cool. link to you. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've got your... my Instagram on there. And yeah, yeah. Facebook I, as well. oh, I remember Aunt Olive's. We were just so talking. Yeah. I was just talking to uh, to a friend about it. And I said it was oh, nice awesome. to have food and you know yeah the, the, yeah it was a weird combo. Huh? It was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You're right now. You're right near where I live, so it's even better. I follow lots of vintage places on Instagram. Oh, yeah, it yeah. yeah, it's Darling Vintage Stuff. It used to be Darling Vintage Shop. Now it's stuff. I, I have two now. No wonder you get asked about okay. whether you're a store, because, you know, stuff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so confusing. 
Oh, wait, <laughs> one more of my favorite Ooh, um, nice. questions. Nice Will this fit my, like, girlfriend, daughter, mother? Will, like, holding it up to me. Just Will say this yes. fit? And I'm like... <laughs> How are you I supposed to know? I don't know who that is. Is like, she here in yeah. ghostly format? Like, <laughs> I think that's a really good question. Uh, I think you just answer it, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, it sure. will. It will fit perfectly. <laughs> People are hilarious. They are. We're, we're a lot of fun. We sure. have, we're, we're very adorable little creatures. Yeah, true. <laughs> very true. Okay, I'm liking this. All right. I'm liking this little guy. Good. Jennifer is holding some two very beautiful rings. One has a kind of a cool shape. Reminds me of like a, a planet, you know, with a yeah. with a ring around it. Like, and another is kind of a what color is that? It's a yellow, but it's a really nice uh, yeah, like a uh, yellow. Pernod yellow or something. Oh, yeah, I didn't wear rings for years and years and years. I can't. But lately, I've yeah, they used to just bug me, and lately I've you kind of started to again. And this is a really old oh, enamel at, one that wow, I got a long time that is ago. nice. Okay, I'm gonna consider 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 these. Woohoo! It's also such a jackpot if I find one that fits me because my you fingers have... are like child sized. It's good though. It's better. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. All all kinds of sizes are good. Exactly. That's a green one. That's Ooh. cool too. I want to I want to have a name for that like, but I don't know what I want to say something like what is there what is that stone of periodot or whatever is that real or is that I'm just so. making I up? I just very often I know how to th spell things from reading them, but then I miss try to pronounce them, them. So I'm not gonna yeah I know <laughs> I'm not even gonna hazard it. Sometimes I just mix up things that are have nothing to do with one thing at all. More and more this is happening to me lately. Mm, no, but I think you're right. I think that is that color, right. or it is a color. Yeah, I think that one's really neat. This giant, look at this giant. Uh, <laughs> now, I used to do the like giant, a, giant rings all the time, but now I'm sort of more into these little, <laughs> more detailed things. I don't know. My joke with an old friend of mine who's known me since high school is that, like, my requirement for jewelry is that it needs to be larger than my own head, and then, <laughs> sure enough, I'll wear it. Oh, that's which, great. <laughs> for somebody who's five foot three, is a bit ridiculous. <laughs> That was true. It would give me a neck ache. <laughs> also that. I don't know. This is neat because it looks sort of brown in some lights and then yellow in another. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Is it a change or is it just... Uh... I think it's the light. I'm just going to hold on to these and ask her how much they are okay. when she comes back. All right. Oh, more more fringy bags. I don't need more stuff. But... <laughs> Those are small. They will fit in there. <laughs> I'm not much help. I'm very. I know. It's just the, look when at, you're like, oh, let's go to a vintage stores. Look at those bags. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't. Look at those bags. Oh, that's cool. That one reminds me of a Nautilus shell. The brown yeah. one? Yeah. Look at the little dog um, little salt and pepper shaker. Yeah. Terriers or something. Jars of rings. Oh, All the jewelry is 15. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Considering these two, I'm just going to hold on. Sure, yeah. yeah. Awesome, right on. It's a heart. Look at the heart. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that. I like hearts. Seems redundant, but it's okay. I recently got one. a big, yeah. similar to that in style, but in silver, and it's a cheetah head. It's really <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, yeah, right. It's back to the, the old, head. Uh, you know, right. ostentatious, larger than my own head <laughs> kind of jewelry, but I can't resist it. Yeah. Vodka. Here's some vodka. Oh. Glasses. That's a lot of vodka if you had that in there. I've always wanted to get um, neat bookends. Oh, yeah, they're horses here. Yeah, not, but that's the only kind you see is one with horses' heads. Right. Here's so someday here, I'll find something else. Here's the Sphinx, oh, I guess. Oh, wow. Near the fur hat mix. This is all the brown dresses, I think. Yeah. More Actually, I have a um, 
vintage subscription. I saw that. Yeah, and yeah. I think maybe I'm going to have to stop that for a while because I'm enjoying kind of picking out things for myself. Yeah. Uh, but the surprise element is also super fun. It would be fun. fun. Yeah, I saw that. It looked really, really like a it's lot of fun. It's really fun. It's a company in the States, I think, in two sisters. One's in Florida, one's in New York, and they're called Redbird Vintage. I like and the they, name. Yeah, and their logo's really nice. It's got a cardinal, and um, they get all your information and your preferences and as much detail as you give them and uh, then they curate a box of vintage accessories and clothing or whatever there's three different sizes and prices and uh, then they send you a box of delights every month sounds really it's amazing but i need to uh oh look at how cute this is <laughs> that's great i think i will leave us uh will stop us now and uh, then we will move on to another place in the world but i i'm not saying we have to stop being here just i mean like, i'm conserving my my yeah that's right. we only have a certain amount of that's right time so. I'm going to stop us here, but uh, you, while while we're, you, we are in the process of perusing the brown and stripy frocks. So there you go. You see. Yeah, so we're here in, in Bellwether Vintage, and uh, Jennifer and I, while we're in here, a lovely store that just opened up in June, we have run into Kimberly Dawkins, an uh, uh, Ottawa spoken word poet who I haven't heard in a long time actually do her thing. Hi, Kimberly. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Peachy Keen, how are you doing, man? Great, great. What yeah. are you? Are you a vintage person? Do you I like sure vintage am. stuff? I do. I like your, you've got this nice, uh, like a turban on, oh, looking very yeah. chic. She's looking, you guys are wearing black, I'm wearing red. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's a great color as well. What, uh, what's new with you? Are you? Oh gosh, um, still writing, still, yeah. still doing stuff, you know. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Um, are you looking goodness. for anything in particular or are you just browsing? I'm just poking my head in, yeah. looking around. Yeah, it's finally stuff. starting to warm up. So coming out of my hole a little bit. Yeah, well, now that the weather's getting yeah. warmer. Mm -hmm. Well, we look for I look forward to hearing you and seeing you at something, uh, maybe, who knows, in the near future. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Yeah. All right, take care. Enjoy Thanks, all. you too. Nice to all right. meet you. There nice. you go. <laughs> there you go. So impromptu poetry meetings. <laughs> Ooh, buttons. Ooh. I see shiny, shiny things. <laughs> this is a very well-appointed story. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite large. It's larger than the last one we're in, but... Uh, it's really nice. And this is, uh, yeah, this is on um, Florence. So, uh, and we're also right down the street from Ragtime, which also uh, going to hit after this if we have Amanda time. That is a terrible influence on me. I am. I was I'm just committing to like not spending and focusing on travel instead, and then promptly bought this like nice little silver ring in the last store. And look at all the stuff here. I'm dangerous. <laughs> I find out what you want, and then I try to make it happen. There's a little beaded Enable clutch in there too, yeah. a little white one, and some other beaded ones. Oh, wisely shut up in a nice glass case. Oh, look, they keep all their. They do kind of have a a color theme here too. Ooh, that's nice. We're looking at this cool '60s like uh, red polka dot dress with two types of looking uh, a lighter red and a darker red. Yeah, it's cool. Very, very polyester. Very polyester. Not whatsoever. No, but very polyester would be a good name for a band. There you go. Very I always like looking at polka dots, but I don't like how they look on me. So. No, I, I've never, I don't do well with a polka dot. I have a polka dot skirt, but uh, there's also a uh, stuffed, uh, what is yeah, that guy? It's a cheetah. Cheetah up above us. So we have a, now you have no cheetahs great. in your poem. 
No, I no, don't think no, so. No, no cheetahs. Maybe in the next book. Yeah, there you go. Armadillo, mm -hmm. more arm armadillos and also cheetahs. <laughs> That's neat. Oh yeah, this blue blue dress with a I don't know what you kind of like a fifties party dress. Oh, kind see, of little waist and big poofy flare. That's a good description. That's a great description. Poofy, <laughs> poofy. It's like a royal blue with little black flowers, flowers. And tiny then, black flowers and then, then a big ornate pattern along the bottom yeah pretty cool it is do not require it to come home with me though <laughs> and there's Ooh, the blue nice. and green combo again that i yeah. like silk More polka dots Ooh. i think polka dots have come back in again too i think people like that and those horizontal stripes Hmm. It's kind of become a European. This is like a, what would you describe? These are like these sort of squares and polka dots and different things. Yeah. Black and white. Your geometrical. Yeah. Oh, it's like a jacket and a dress. Ooh, fun. Wow. That is fun. I like that. Busy, <laughs> like optical illusion pattern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't really get behind vintage bathing suits. No. Like they're neat looking, but I would not want to wear that. Some, some things, you know, I'm committed to buying used in yeah. most things. Not, not maybe not a bathing suit, no. Ooh. Fun. That's cool. There's more velvet. Oh, more velvet. See, one thing you get now with upcycling too, one of the things you can do is, is even if it's not in your size, you can always get it. And then yeah. if you know someone who's unlike me, capable of sewing. Yeah, you can, I don't sew either. Oh, I really wish I did. That's exactly what I was going to say. I really wish I did because it would be so liberating to like tailor everything mm -hmm. perfectly. And you mm -hmm. can be so creative. Yeah. Every 10 years or so, I try again. Oh. And then I'm like, I fucking hate sewing no, so much I, and i just can't i can't get into it which is funny because i have knitted like yeah entire knit? sweaters and stuff but <laughs> i knit occasionally too i like i knitting. used to i don't do it too much anymore but uh I, I can and i never hated that but i hate sewing and i can't I do it and it makes me sad i was traumatized by home ec teacher in, in like junior high so oh. i can't i can't even see i, I had nice patient ones and oh. i still you know, <laughs> i have no reason <laughs> Ooh, look, that's like a fur-covered little purse. I think it's fun, fun fur, maybe? I hope it's fun fur. It's it's like brown and white. Oh, there's, oh, I love red purses. Yeah, yeah that is cute. Would go with your coat. There you go. <laughs> Not allowed. Just look at the price anyway. Yeah, let's just check. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can leave it. I'm going to leave that. <laughs> if it was like $15, I could do it. <laughs> exactly, that's sort of... My price my range. Yeah. <laughs> There's some cute boots. Ooh, here, yeah. What are the duck bookends? Duck. I was saying bookends that yeah, weren't, weren't horses. Weren't horses but they, they are cute. Them. And here's a frog. Like these you do weigh about yeah. twenty pounds yeah. each. You, you'd have to pay I a lot on your. There's an etch a sketch though on the on oh my the, by the couch. Right. Oh, I love the duck bookends, but I cannot take those home with me. I think they use these frogs with the open mouth for your like by the by the by sink. sink. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's quite yucky to me. Yeah, that's a bit gross. I used to know someone who looked just like that. <laughs> I always think of <laughs> really? him when I see that. Yeah, it's scary. So blue shoes. Bright blue shoes. And then of course we have the uh, wooden uh, uh, boxes for the kitchen with yeah, the flowers the on. Canisters, the yeah, canisters. So yeah. 70s. Yeah. yeah, this is home for me. 
childhood. These, these also, these flower mugs were part of my childhood. Oh, look, green, those. green and blue. That's yes. a little obsession today. That's a, there's a song. Who's who does that song? Uh, green and blue. Oh, I don't know. The, the not the weepy is. I don't know. I can't remember the name of these people. Look, little Dobermans. Those are cute too. Little Dobermans. All right. And there's an, a, a record player with some albums. Yeah, so this store has a bit more of the sort of vibe of a general secondhand store as well as its clothes. Wow, this is, this. these are crazy. What are these? Oh, curtains. Curtains. Some serious 60s and 70s. Yeah, psychedelic colors, pink. <laughs> I'm sure this is very interesting to listen to. <laughs> but the idea is that it will make you want to come into the store. Here's a red hat. Lots of, are there any mitts? Interesting oh, mitts here? Gloves, mm. But mm. more like red or purple. Oh yeah, there's brown. Yeah, they might be hard to come by at this time of year, eh? Yeah. Little suitcases well, are it'd there. It'd be nice to optimistically think that we won't require them. Yes. You know, it's the end of February. Yeah. So we've got another excited. month. Here in Ottawa, we will get yeah. at least one more big snow yeah. storm. Before, probably during Verse Fest, which comes no, at the end no, of no. March, March twentieth to twenty fifth is a good thing. Yeah, a week long. Probably March will definitely have a big snow dump even in Toronto. Yeah. But I have a log cabin. Me and my partner have the yeah. thirteen acre place outside of well, it's south of Peterborough. It's near Millbrook, Ontario. Okay, that's a nice so, area. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great to be able to have the downtown urban life and then retreat to the country and That's animals right. running around. Did you do a lot of the writing of the book there or was that it's after? It's pretty new. Okay, yeah, We've yeah. only had it two and a half years, I think. Yeah. Um, so the definitely the editing of it happened there. Great. Yeah, so but the writing was, was earlier. Do you have like a mostly. fireplace and the Wood whole... Wood stove. I love, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, mean, I really love that. That smell to me is... My favorite tea is Lapsang Susha, one of my favorites, which has oh. a smoky kind oh, of flavor nice. and smell. So yeah. First time I drank it, I thought it was like drinking a campfire. You know? Oh, wow. But, uh, we, like... We've often joked that if we could bottle that scent mm -hmm. and sell it to, to hipsters that we could make a fortune. Absolutely. We could yeah. like offer Wafted. a service of like smoking <laughs> people's clothing just like hanging up by campfires. We thought we were on nice. something. We I try to do it. that with incense <laughs> a little bit but uh, yeah. But yeah it is uh, primarily wood stove heated. We'll you have to try the tea when you're. Yeah you'll have to send me. I don't know that yeah. time. Oh. You'll, have to, you'll have to put that in our links list. That's right. Too. Ooh. Well, here we go. These these are Bay City Rollers pants. That's I'd say. crazy. Yes, uh, they're plaid corduroy. Look at these. Ooh. There's some den white denim with, with red stars. and blue stars on them. These are just too American to me. When I was when I was a kid, I used to borrow my sister's. My sister's ten years older than me, and I would borrow her black pants with red stars on them and her platform shoes. She wow. was very interested. She was very into David Bowie. Oh, that's cool. And so, yeah. Ooh. Look at the skirt. Wow. It's, it's like, what are those little things? They look like paisley, but yeah. they're bright and silky. And, oh, they, it's, this store has such a different vibe from the last one, eh? It does. The prices are quite similar, though. Yeah. I.e., just out of my budget. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I, I always love the long wool kilts. Yeah. 
Montreal apparently has a big thrift shop uh, culture, which I haven't explored. Oh, okay. I, when I was there in November, I, I ran out of time, um, so I wasn't able to do what we're doing now, but I did go into one store, <laughs> and I think, ooh, Saint Laurent maybe, but yeah. I did get a um, long, dark green wool kilt. Like oh, nice calf length kind of one which is what I had been looking for and it was exactly what I had been looking for and exactly in my wow. size which never happens that is so, so serendipitous yeah right? it really was That's and I was like, like I'm just gonna stop now <laughs> I, I on Facebook this morning a friend of mine posted uh, uh, these guys doing kilt yoga so I was kind of in oh I was kind of entranced for a while it was quite beautiful I thought okay you know don't share this one <laughs> Ooh, there we go I bet you're going to find more fringes in this section. You know, I was expecting the, this to be the fringe section. These are all vests and coats and things and leather jackets. And there's a velvet or a velour jacket. Yeah, no fringes, though. Ooh. I've uh, Some pretty cool coats. gotten a lot of uh, Value Village kind of or Goodwill blazers oh, lately yeah. because they're essentially a vehicle for the brooch collection. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. <laughs> and if I we wear them at work a lot. If Not we'd gone in the I other direction, uh, if we'd gone through Hindenburg, we would have gone to St. Vincent de Paul. Oh, okay. Which is a really good, that's a good yeah, place I got, for... Uh, yeah, I got a brown... The thrift seeker. Yeah, I got a brown wool blazer from the one of those, uh, I think it was a Vincent St. Paul one in Toronto. Yeah. Blue, that's green. nice. Do you see that as green or blue? Now it looks more blue. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. blue. I have, a, I have a color catcher on my phone. Ah. <laughs> sometimes but it, it, it just all depends on the light right right so yeah this this is uh this is uh, fun <laughs> wow. yeah this is a neat store it really is and, and this is my first time in this one so uh, so that's a lot of fun yeah oh look here's a look, could almost be a wedding dress yeah. some very long and lovely gowns Remember, if you're if you're planning your your Oscar viewing party, you might want to come here. And I thought the Oscars were in June. No, the the Oscars are actually March the fourth, oh. and um, the Glow Golden Globes happen in January, oh, okay. I think, or late January. I'm kind of out of touch with that, so I'm not surprised I screwed up the. For some uh, reason, my husband and I really like award shows. I don't know why. We make catty remarks about the clothes <laughs> together. That's a fun bonding hobby. We have we have we eat. You know, popcorn and it's entertaining. Ooh, Ooh. Like scarves too. little scarves. They're nice ones. I like all these little, like little baskets and things. Mm -hmm. like, very appealing. They're all like very, very well organized, perfectly they folded are. scarves. I'm sort of like scared that I'm gonna mess them up. No, not like my closet. I have this thing in my closet for scarves. It's like it's got holes in it. Oh yeah, and it's supposed to keep the scarf, and I never tie them, so they end up all over the floor. <laughs> and oh, some I think I have one like that. So, I tell you, I buy scarves and then I rarely ever wear them. Same, so. <laughs> I have like a nice collection of them, but like... Some of them are really big too, like those really big kind, like pashminas, I guess. Yeah. And I've seen, or I want to figure out how to do this, but just like some way of just taking them and framing them, because I bought this one. What a good idea. Like a cougar's heads, and it's very, I don't know. More animals. Of, yeah, it's like <laughs> sort of art deco, it's really neat design anyway. I wow. I feel like you wouldn't really be able to appreciate the pattern if you wore it, so I just want to put hang it, on it on the wall. Well, you should. I, that was, that's a great idea, actually. That's a good idea for all those sorts of things, eh? Yeah, because like. And also upcycling too. If again, that magical sewing, sewing for a seamstress, sew, sewer, a seamstress could do that. But the baskets are a nice idea too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to wear ties and bow ties. 
<laughs> I would have. Oh, there's a bunch yeah. there, yeah. <sighs> that color of green. Yeah, it's nice. like a like a jade or something. Yeah, what would you call that? Like a hunter green? Is that hunter Maybe green? Maybe it is a hunter green. They also have tic-tac-toe uh, <laughs> um, earrings. Oh yeah, like jacks. Yeah, yeah, jacks. Uh, That's what they call that, jacks. I'm trying to remember the name of that. Forgotten all, every word I ever knew. <laughs> Look at these. They're just Those shiny. Crazy. Blingy rings. Very blingy. Costume jewelry. Nice. I like that little uh, red purse in the in the, oh, on the glass case. Under glass. I seem to be attracted by red a lot. It's a great color. I love red. It looks good on you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I wasn't fishing, but <laughs> always nice. Suits you. There you go. Many hanging jewelry. Ooh. <laughs> oh wow very green. green yeah this time of year I start to I'm inclined towards the green there's a couple of bunnies oh wow <laughs> I feel like this 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 little tour has been partly a chance to see the animals yeah, that are in really there's a rabbit in your in your book yeah spot the ceramic animals in the wild yes <laughs> here's a tie with money on it oh whoa American money there you go pennies and candy this one's oh, covered in candy. candy there you go and there, of course, there's some red, white, and blue suspenders. <laughs> the sound of uh, necklaces. They're all enormous. They are. There's a, there's a glass, uh, some glass fruit, too. There's a banana and uh, grapes. And so everyone needs some orange. glass fruit. Yeah. Very important. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to turn this off now. Thanks to Jennifer Lovegrove for taking part in this very first uh, variation on our interviews, and hopefully we'll do it again if anyone is interested to uh, to do one of these walk and talk interviews outside now that the weather's getting nice. Thank you for listening, and we'll join you next time with the Small Machine Talks. Small Machine Talks with Amanda Earl and A.M. Kozak. <laughs>